to the second edition of the As of Yet Unnamed podcast, here yet to be determined. I am your host, the marvelous Mike Dudley, as followed, as always, by my younger brother, MD3, checking in. What's going on? It's Marcus Dudley. We need to do like a resume before. Welcome. (laughs) What you buying? What you buying? Anyway. So... For the second episode, we're going to open up the listener mailbag. Uh, you can reach us, as always, at www.thisisonlyabit.com backslash don't take this seriously. Yeah, forward slash take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so we just figured since we're already so big and so huge in the podcasting world, we'd open up the, the listener mailbag to you, our our ever faithful listeners the fans that we love and cherish we're willing this into fruition (laughs) so just to answer the mailbag and just get some general questions out of the way to kind of hear where we're coming from to you know kind of get our our mindset and just answer the questions that you guys want to know these are the questions and answers that the people want nay deserve they ask for it. They, they want it. They, want it. they needs it. They need Give it to me. Oh. Hard and fast. So starting off, we're going to go with the first question. And this is coming from JacobJerkoff127 at Yahoo.com. <laughs> that's a fake name. I, that's not his real name. Yeah. It, it can't be. That's not a real name. Probably that's, It probably does exist. That's not, that's not a real name. It can't be. There's no one named Jacob Jerkoff. So... First question is, what would be your weapon of choice from any movie? Any movie? Any movie is what he said. So we're going to eliminate television shows. We're going to eliminate video games just because they specify movie. movie. Well, mine is a backdoor answer, but do you have one? I got one, but it's kind of a general answer, and I think it's going to be the one you're going to say, so I'm going to think on it. Go ahead and just tell me what you want. All right. Uh, Not a fan of the movie, but I have always been a fan of this. I would want... I mean, a lightsaber is hard to say no against. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. that's just a rad weapon. But it's too... I feel like it's a little too low-hanging fruit, even though the one I'm about to say is... I would want a Green Lantern ring. I think the Green Lantern ring... The Ryan Reynolds one. I hope they do that that franchise justice one day. But I have always I don't. thought, <laughs> no, we uh, can just let that franchise die. No, I, I don't mean with Ryan Reynolds. I mean the Green Lantern. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that that movie has a special place that already exists. But no, I've just always thought that was like one of the coolest weapons ever. The power of willpower, and uh, you can make constructs, and you're in, you know invincible, and you get the shielding, and. You get the little domino mask and all that, dude. Like, it's so rad. Like, even Batman has the joke where he's talking to Hal Jordan because historically Hal Jordan just makes, like, baseball gloves and trains and uh-huh. baseball bats and trampolines and, like, silly, silly shit. That's why, in my opinion, Jon Stewart is the best Green Lantern. But that's a whole different, whole different podcast uh, when it comes to constructs, at least. But, yeah, Batman has a thing. He's like, you have the world's most powerful weapon and here you are making children's toys. Like... In the right hands, that thing is just so rad. And somebody who has will is just, man, they can do whatever. It's like, it's un- unfuckwittable. So there was a there was a a run in the, a pretty recent Green Lantern where basically Hal Jordan had to fall back under the tutelage of Sinestro. I think that was New 52. It was New yeah, 52. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And 
so there's a scene <laughs> where Sinestro basically is training Hal Jordan and he demolishes a bridge and cars are falling in and people are, are panicking and whatever, whatever. And he's, he's doing it to prove a point because Hal Jordan says, oh my God, we have to save all these people. We have to, we, we, we have to save as many as, as many as we can. Right. And Sinestro holds him back and says, Hal, don't you understand if you open up your mind, you can save them all. And he instantaneously picks up everyone that was in a panic that was falling off the bridge picks them up with chairs and is serving them coffee and has robots yeah. that are like massaging their shoulders and stuff. Like it's this genius idea of you are only limited by the power of your imagination yeah. and what you can will into fruition. I, uh, I'm a fan of uh, Kevin Smith, Mark Bernard and fat man on Batman. <sighs> yeah. Well that's, we could do a whole hour on that one alone, but uh, he always had a point with uh, Mark Bernard and son was talking about the green lantern movie. And, like, in that movie, there are people in it that are far better at being Green Lantern yes. movies. And his son was like, Dad, why is the movie about the one Green Lantern that doesn't know how to be a Green Lantern? <laughs> if It kind of messed my mind. I'm like, wow, what a, what a good point. Like, seeing that ring in the right hands is just something. Yeah, that would be, I would say, my weapon of choice. I know it's kind of a backdoor answer of, like, I'm answering with a comic book, but it is a movie. I don't even know. Strictly movies, maybe, like... I don't know. I'm just going to pick something very random. The gun and the Mexican. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. See, uh, see, I thought that you were going to choose the arc reactor. Oh, yeah. I Just be, just based on your love of Tony Stark yeah. and your, your love of Robert Downey Jr. and for that movie in general. So, I, I was going to lead that into maybe the Infinity Gauntlet. But now that I think about it... The Infinity it, Gauntlet would kill me, though. It, I, it it eats everybody. I'm not Thanos. I can't. Even he got ate up by it. It it killed Iron Man when yeah. he, when he had it. Rest in peace, Tony. So, we miss you. RIPs, RDJs. Also, so I would say if I had to choose a weapon, I want the time travel machine from the Terminator series. The ability to go back to a certain point in time and alter history forever. It's so funny the way our minds work. I don't consider time travel to be a weapon. Mike was like, say some shit about me. I'll see you 25 years ago. <laughs> right. you I'm going to go kill your mama. Your mama's mama. mama. <laughs> Damn, that's funny. I'll stump the fuck out of baby Hitler. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Exactly. That's funny. No, that's dope, though. I, I can see that. Yeah, that would be my weapon of choice. Because re regardless of... it. it Especially if we're going with the Terminator franchise where everything is a loop and everything plays out in the future, then eventually I win anyway because all I have to do is just get it right one time. The only the only reason I might disagree is if we're going by full Terminator like rules. Okay. You go back in history and you're stuck. There's no there's no back and forth in that movie. Like get the DeLorean then. Then you can reap at least <laughs> Reap the benefits of what you did. Shit, there's a flaw in my design. Yeah, because then you go back, you're like, I'll see you. You go back to 1990, you got no cell phone, no, like, polio's not been, or not 1900, <laughs> sorry. You got 1900, polio's not been cured yet, you gotta still take a horse and buggy, the Industrial Revolution. See, here's the problem. Yeah. If I take the DeLorean, then I have to go back in time and fuck my mom, and oh, I'm just boy. not down with that. You don't have to. 
That movie, uh, yeah. I understand that we are playing by the rules. That's right. That might See? be a factor, yeah. See, if we're playing by franchise rules, then I'm just not down to make out with my mom under any circumstances. Like, yeah, I get it. Listen, she's a hot chick back in the day. Credit or credit's due. <laughs> I'm just not about that life. Right. Like, you know, pure taboo and whatnot. You yeah. know, I just know with the term with the Terminator rules, you're going back and you're stuck, so you can't even reap the benefits of what you're trying to accomplish. So, yeah. But see, in this scenario, I'm going back like Michael Bean, where I'm all like cut and shit, and I'm like a badass. So, oh yeah, it works out. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good question. Thank you, Jacob Jerkoff, one twenty seven. I'm a real person. What's next in the the old user bag there? Uh, this next one comes from Juicy Butt Tucker at AOL. Oh my goodness. Um, let's see what we got here. Favorite movie character of all time. That's a tough one. That of is, all time? Yeah, that's a tough one. All time. All time. Mm. See, I could take it in a different, a lot of different lights, though. Uh, of all time? All time? All time all time? Movie character? I could um, I think I could guess yours, but it'd be if I was picking for you. Okay, let's hear it. If I was picking for you, you would probably either be Troy from Reality Bites or Dante from Clerks. Or not Dante, Randall from Clerks. Ran- okay. Yeah, 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 Randall from Clerks. That's pretty high up there. That's pretty high up there. The only only I'm only not saying it's it's if you could be what is the question? Oh your favorite. Favorite. Yeah. favorite. I think those two, I don't know if they're your favorite, but in terms of like, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this, of like your respect for them, like the way that like you're the self that you want to be, maybe is kind of like they're always like the sharpest guys in the world. Wow, okay. You know what I mean? Like you're, no. you're perceived, you know, like we all want to play a character in some way. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. an insult to you, but no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if like your favorite though, I wouldn't know. I would guess Quentin Dobbin. That that might be pretty high up there. That Quint from Jaws is pretty high up there. I, favorite of all time, it might be Randall. It, it it you might have hit that one on the on the head just because, like you said, he's the smartest character in in the room at any given point, and more important than that, he he has a certain disrespect. Like he doesn't give a fuck. Right about what you think about him and about what you think about his opinions he's already got it figured out and and there there is a part of me that when you said troy from reality bites there there was a big part of me like when i was a young young kid like young teenager troy was the coolest of cool however having watched that as an adult he's kind of a dick yeah, he's kind of a dick. Long, but yeah, but at least Randall is—he has a certain je ne sais quoi in terms of he doesn't necessarily care that he's the—he's harmless in a sense of like a lot of the other characters in that movie, like they come in and he goes on these tangents and they're just like, okay, Randall, right? <laughs> you just move along, and right, 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 right. Well. He states his opinion, and and some people just. They either take it for face value or they take it to heart or whatever. Right. And they, they, they move on. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, man. So, so Randall might be high. If I had to choose, wait, what's the question? Favorite, favorite character? Yeah, your favorite movie character. Oh, okay. So favorite, favorite. Uh, mm, 
Favorite ever? Uh, I'm going to say Taylor from Planet of the Apes. Just because for all the... Off the top of my head. Uh, Charlton Heston. Oh, Charlton Heston. Okay. From, from, yeah. Just because, again, smartest guy in the room. Doesn't give a fuck. He's in a weird situation to where he has no idea what's going on. And yet he still manages to be the coolest guy you've ever met, ever. Totally intellectual. He's an astronaut. He's a warrior. He's a lover. A he's warrior. a fighter. Uh, yeah, that might be the coolest guy ever. If if either that or Quint, but Quint dies. So yeah. I, 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 I he goes out like a gangster though. Yeah, but he still dies. Yeah. <laughs> he comes chop sharp chop suey. So okay, so in that vein, if I had to choose for you, it would either I'm so simple though. Like, it would either be it would either be. Neo from the Matrix, Neo from the Matrix, or or Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. And, and explain Ricky Bobby. I get Neo. Ricky Bobby, that. just because you have an idea what works for you, and the people who are in that circle, like the John C. Riley characters, or the like the like. The, the, the ex-wife, like, wh whenever she's into it, you're all about it. And then the second she's not about it, Ricky Bobby's like, fuck you, get out of my house, whatever. Like, and also because Ricky Bobby has such a big heart, like, even in the, the worst of that movie where, like, John C. Riley's married to his wife and literally <laughs> moves into his house. <laughs> they, have the, they have that... Crudely pasted his photo <laughs> They have that scene in the hot tub, like where John C. Riley's like, "Hey, what's up with the hot tub?" Like, "Oh yeah, you just got to jizz the hand a little bit, and you know, it, it that that messes up sometimes." That's totally you. He is like the most forgiving person ever, ever, ever. So and it takes everything in him just to confront him when he's a hundred percent the right. Yeah, that, that's that's not too far off, actually. I, you, yeah, you would, you would be Ricky, and I mean that in the no, best of senses. You know, like you're. Ricky Bobby is way dumb, and you're not that, but right. just in terms of the way that you let people into your life, and you're like, shake and bake, baby. That's all. That's shake what it's all bake. about. Yeah, if you're in, you're in. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody that knows me, it's like, you know if you made the cut or not. Mm-hmm. are like, I'll still be nice and polite or whatever. Yeah, if you made the cut. You know. But if I don't fuck with you, yeah, I don't fuck with whatever. you. Uh, yeah, Neo, I would say, man, I'm just, he's pretty high on my list. I don't know about favorite movie. Favorite? That's tough, man. Like, again, I want to go back to John Leguizamo in the past. Like, I want to go back to the ladies' man because... I like to yeah. party the streets, cruise the streets. Yeah, because he's Bugs Bunny, and Bugs Bunny wins all of his confrontations. That's dope, yeah. Um, man, I, I really don't know. Favorite? Because I'm, try I'm trying to, like... It's not about you. It's about favorite. Yeah. Um... I feel like, because I'm trying, it's hard for me because I'm weighing in like what some of my favorite performances are, but when I just think strictly about characters, um, maybe Dewey Cox uh -huh. in Walk Hard, okay. he's, he's brilliant. His mom is also, shout out to Margot Martindale. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, um, yeah, maybe Dewey Cox or probably Neo, yeah, you're probably right on Neo. He's... That's a dude that kind of yeah. comes into his own he yeah. understands what he's about he has his world shifted and mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he's he's pretty fun to watch i know everyone's like oh keanu reeves can't act or whatever whatever but um 
fuck you. Yes, he can. Yeah, that. Well, I have. We're gonna do a Matrix thing when the new one comes out. But yeah, that they're pretty high on my list. I'd say John Leguizamo as the past, or um, both Dale and Brandon and Step Brothers too. Because <laughs> that's so mean. I'm such a man child. I'm like, I'm like, let's eat some dinosaur chicken nuggets and craft macaroni and cheese and fight about it. But yeah, it's a tough one though. That could change any given day. What else is on the user mailbag? Okay, so this one's coming from 22blunts at fuckyouthisisabit.com. Oh, who would you choose to plan your bachelor party from any movie? Who would I plan to choose it? No, no. What character, as I understand it, is what character would you choose from any movie to plan your bachelor party? Oh, um... Troy, Vince Vaughn, and Swingers. Oh. Yeah, Troy, Vince Vaughn, and Swingers. That, I would want to go to, uh, what's uh, Johnny Fass's character? <coughs> if I could go to just one bachelor party, I mean, Tony Stark's the easy answer because it's just going to be the most expensive cuisine and like all the most baller stuff ever. But when it well, comes okay. to like a social setting of like, I would want to go to John Favreau's bachelor party. Of any character, any movie, because I know no, Troy. No, no, no. This, this is your know, bachelor party. I know what. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if I could take Troy and have him plan mine. What? Troy. Uh, I think that's Vince Vaughn's character's name. And is it Troy? Hold I on. think so. Uh, either way, Vince Vaughn character in in Swingers, because I know he calls him T. Trent. Sorry, Trent. 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 Yes, Trent. that I Troy knew it was Trent. Yeah, yes. Yeah, Trent. Yeah, Trent. Vince Vaughn's character in in Swingers. Yeah, yeah. it's one of my it's favorite indie movies of all he time. Gets his bear claws, and you're you're you're. You're looking at this bunny like, what do I do with this bunny? What do I do? Exactly. And all you gotta do exactly. is just swipe at this bunny, baby. Exactly. It's such a great one. It's, I would want to do that because I would naturally be, I'm a lot like John Favreau in that movie in a lot of ways, but he would be uncomfortable and I know I would be uncomfortable with what he had going on, but only because it would be more for him than it would be for anybody else. Yeah. He would be that guy that's like, hey, my boy's getting married like this. Like he would just keep it going. But it would be all shit that he likes, <laughs> and I would just kind of be along for the ride the whole time. Like, you know what I mean? Right, so, right, right, right. Just kind of seeing where it goes. Dude. Like, he plans his own party, and then he's like, or the party for you, and he's like, oh, this is lame. Let's get out of here. And you're like, hey, man, why not? <laughs> yeah, Trent in, uh, in Swingers. That would be my, my answer for that. Uh, who would I want to plan my bachelor party? Tony Stark's an obvious answer. Yeah, Bruce Wayne's an like Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah, another one. I would want think. Oh, I had it earlier. Um. Uh, I would want. Um, I'm hitting a blank in the wall. Uh. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Doc Brown. Or oh no 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 Bill and Ted. Bill oh, and Ted. Yeah. So they could, they could get. Anybody oh, what a from great Eddie, answer. Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted to plan my bachelor party because they could get anybody from any historical period to like I can have Mozart on the piano. Oh, I can have man. fucking uh uh the the Hari fucking on oh, the pole. Man. That's I can a have great answer. Yeah, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. That, that would be that would be the, the bachelor party to end all bachelor parties. Like imagine if you could see Cleopatra fucking dancing. Yeah, that's pretty Stripping rad. Stripping out, like, on the pole, just doing it for ducats. 
Meanwhile, you're having a conversation with like Alexander the Great about like philosophy and life in general, or or uh, uh, you're you're talking to yeah. uh, Stephen Hawking about the the meaning of the universe. Meanwhile, you're smoking a joint with Bob Marley and fucking Cheech and Chong. That might be the correct answer of this. Yeah, that's it. That, that might be, be the correct answer. Bill and Ted to plan my bachelor party. That that would be that would be it. That's a good one. I, I'm mad at myself for not thinking. That. <laughs> truly. Um. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. That's. I feel like those are two solid answers. Okay. So next one is coming from uh, XXX dollars one eight seven Snoop Dogg Dr Dre Drake at hotmail.com. What's the joke in Ricky and Rick and Morty when he's shutting down the uh the clone or whatever? He's like. Uh, use passcode eight equal sign equal sign equal sign D. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dick joke. <laughs> uh, and he asked, uh, "What is your favorite car slash vehicle from any film or TV series?" I'll do one of each. All right, this is easy for me. Um, one of each? Yeah, I'll do one of each. Break yeah. it down. Uh, you gonna do it like that? I got it like do that, like that? Son. Like that, Like son. that? Um, when it comes to... I'm not a motorcycle rider, but the bike from Akira. It's just so Hands rad. Down. It's so rad. It's Hands so iconic. Down. I mean, yeah, the Batmobile, any iteration you get, whatever. I Put a pin in that. Okay. I would take the, the 89 version. That's my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I take the Batmobile from the animated series. They're pretty close, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, they're both pretty rad, but yeah, the bike from Akira. Um, television show? Um, Black Beauty from... Uh, the movie Black Beauty? No, no, horse. no, no, no. I never <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. It's not an animal. Over a horse. No, um, God, what am I thinking? A Green Hornet. Yeah, Green Hornet. Oh. Yeah, Green Hornet. Wait, 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 wait. From the... Sh- from the- the show or from the Seth Rogen movie? The show. Okay, okay, okay. I like who I like the look of it. I like it's it's rad. That's a pretty dope looking ride. Yeah, you get coffee and stuff Not on the inside. Lie. Not the lie. Yeah. Or anything from Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> you ride around with a big money Dallas. Oh, anything from Dallas. I got limousines, I got Cadillacs, I got Dallas. Or Dynasty, one of them shit. <laughs> I mean, so, so if I had to take any vehicle, <laughs> movie-wise, it would probably be the Millennium Falcon. Damn it! That is a vehicle, isn't it? I was thinking here. Millennium? Yeah. Or, 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 <coughs> if I'm going to go TV series, it would be the Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think of those as vehicles. But yeah. Ooh! Wait! No, stop. No, no. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. Not Battlestar. The Macross MD, uh, SDF-1. Oh, shit. That would be my fucking vehicle. Right there. Yeah, we're talking Hands about down. mobile suit gun. Hands man. down. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Yeah, you're in a major choice. Yeah, no, you're right. You're in a major I'm, choice. Myself. You locked in. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm happy with myself. <laughs> Get a fleet from Dallas. I'll be yeah. here on Earth yeah, yeah. holding it down. Cadillac Meanwhile, I got the SDF-1 that I'm just transforming yeah. on your ass. So which one? Millennium Falcon? Millennium Falcon from the movies. Just because it's so iconic, it's 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 everything I want. Just me traveling around the road with my road with my dog buddy, my best friend dog, 
and I get to shenanigans and get to kiss the girl at the end, fuck yeah, let's do I that. I just feel like it takes a lot of maintenance, and I don't know how to fix spacecraft. Hey, 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 hey. In this hypothetical world. Hey, hey, she may not look like much. Hey, there you go. But. That's the go. one. Yeah. Or the SDF one, just in terms of. Yeah, you got to fire a, a series like, come on. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Hyper beam cannons with and 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 the 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 uh, what was the maneuver the the Saturn maneuver the uh, where he punches into the Zentradi ship and just unleashes a bunch of mechs. Yep. Oh, uh, what was that called? God damn. The, the so you want the giant ship? You don't want the uh, yeah. You want the SDF one? Oh, I'm talking about the SDF one. Yeah, I got you. Oh got yeah. You. Oh yeah. Yeah, a not, whole a whole aircraft carrier with a city within. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah, we're talking space fleet, man. Oh my gosh, that's a whole that's a long story on that one. Everyone's like, I mean, X Wing's pretty rad, but I don't know. I, I kind of like the. I might go with the USS Enterprise. I just think it's a cool ship. I like it. I'm a Star Trek guy a little bit. Um, all right, this next one is from Bill Cosby's dog. <laughs> what drug? <laughs> wait, oh, of course. wait. Wait, wait, Bill Cosby's dog. His name is Jello Pudding Pops. Exactly. Yeah, his name would be Jello Pudding Pops. <laughs> and this is a, a good question for him. What drug would you take from any movie? Love hanging fruit there, buddy. What drug? What? Okay, what was the movie where Bradley Cooper took a drug that unlock like 90% of his brain limitless uh, limitless yes yeah. yes yes that that's pretty high on my on my list just off the top of my rip oh might go like spice from from dune let the spice flow <laughs> so yeah the spice uh so that's your answer that might be the one just because i want to see what happens when i can look into the future Okay. Mine is way different than yours. Okay. I don't do none of this shit anymore, but I would take whatever the hell Gary Oldman is taking in Leon the Professional. <laughs> <laughs> he spazzes out on that shit. It's like, bring everyone! Dude, yeah, he spazzes on that. I don't even, yeah, I don't even do recreational drugs anymore, but my God, whatever he's on in that one. It looks good. Yeah. <laughs> or like the, the 30 year old Quaalude from uh, uh, Wolf on Wall Street. Oh. Yeah, he's oinked out. But I don't do drugs, kids, for all our thousands of millions okay, of listeners. Okay, wait. So, just based on experience, would you take a Quaalude, like just off the rip, if I was like, yo, boo? Yeah, no, if, you have, if you put a Quaalude right now, yes, I would take it. For reals? Yeah, I would take a Quaalude. Just to see what it's like. Just to say I did it. Yep. Me fucking yeah. too. I don't even like 100%. 100%. Just because. I I don't know. It was a little before my time. But I don't know. It just, he cracks me up in that movie, just whenever he takes it. Because I think it's like they allude to the fact that it's Quaaludes. But like, Quaaludes don't do that to people, I don't think. <laughs> so I think Luke Masson, the director of that movie, was just like, hey, man. Swing for the fences. Whatever you do, I'm shooting. So chew it up, man. So interesting fact. He like grinds his teeth. He leans his head back, and apparently it kicks in immediately. There is zero like no, no, no. Wait it, no, no. It, in the movie, it takes like four hours to kick in. Like there, there's a whole point where they're like, it's not working. It's not working. Wait, and then he goes professional. 
Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm oh, yeah. I was talking to Leon Wolf the Wolf. I was talking to Wolf Oh, Wolf yeah, yeah. No, I was talking to Leon the Professional. That's the way my brain works. <laughs> no, no. Because it, it, whatever it is, it works immediately. He pops it in before he swallows it. He's already kicked out. He's already fucked out. Instant. There is no waiting on whatever that is. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a silly answer, but that would be it. So, it, as I was talking about, interesting story. In Wolf of Wall Street, when Leonardo DiCaprio took the, the Quaaludes and he's crawling to his Lamborghini, apparently what happened was they had four <coughs> cameras rolling and he did that all in one in one shot. And it was the first take they did and it was the best take and that's what ended up in the movie. Just because, why not? Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt it. Leonardo DiCaprio's the man. He's got multiple Oscar nominations. I would be. I know I was... I was I was listening to an interview with Jeremy Renner the other day, and it was a scene in the board. talk about Jay Ren. Talk about Jay. Talk about that's Jay my Rams. dude. You want to talk my dude? That's, that's my, my boys. Dude. He's that's my guy. Talk about hawk's eyes. Hockey eyes. Hockey eyes. He's got the bow and the arrow, and he's flip flip flip. He's in the town, and he's in her locker. He's all. <laughs> Give that man a statue. Anyways, no, he was talking about he did a scene for the Born. I think it was the Born Legacy. Was Ultimatum. Movie. No, he was the Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For whatever reason, I know this. Call us back in the comments. Yeah. At hashtag this is not a real thing. I bet. Dot it. go fuck yourself. Yeah. Dot get bent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, he was saying that he had to do this parkour scene where he like ran up a building or whatever, and mm-hmm. they and you have to do it on your marks and everything like that as the camera follows him up. And he did it the first time, and he was like, "All right, I think we can do it a little bit better." And the director asked him to do it again, and he did it, and he was like, "All right, cool." And then Jeremy wasn't pleased with it. Renner wasn't pleased with it. So he did it like 18 more times, he said. What? And then the director came out and was like, yeah, I used the second take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I, I don't know. That's dedication to your yeah. craft, bro. That's it. He said he did the second take and he was like, all right, cool, whatever. <clears throat> all, right. all right. So, next question. Uh, We got ZobearIsRed at Netscape.com slash please email these people because they really exist. <laughs> Uh, best fight scene ever. Oh, I got mine. I got mine. Go ahead. Hit me with it. In The Protector. Ah, uh, okay. Where he's, he's going, going up the spiral staircase. And it's a one-shot take. And all you see is Tony Jaw just wrecking people. Just absolutely throwing people off the ledge. And the if... You have to understand this scene by seeing the behind the scenes and the, the 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 extra footage, the amount of time and effort and coordination that went into this in terms of throwing out a mat and we have to hit this mark at this point right. and at this point this stunt double is gonna hit you with the thing and it has to hit the, at the right time. And it's all one take. It's it's game of death, the entire yeah, movie. Yeah. But put into one scene. It's, it's like just a spiral staircase of Tony Jaw going up and kicking ass. One of the best fight scenes I've ever seen in my life, and to this day, it astonishes me. Just in terms of absolute sheer mechanical parts, maybe only topped by the entire movie of Mad Max Fury Road. Maybe. Okay. But if we're talking about one particular, like one scene, yeah. one scene, 
I get that. My only issue with that, and I, I know exactly what scene you're talking about, mm-hmm. and I've seen it dozens of times. My only issue with that, and I understand that it's because they, they're pressed for time and the fact that, like, you can't, is that he kind of Steven Seagal's people in it. And if you know what I'm talking about, yes. Steven Seagal yeah. has gotten to the point where he would just walk through motherfuckers. Right. He pokes somebody and they're like, <laughs> crippled. And so there's some scenes where he just kind of like pushes somebody and they're like a certain, not everybody, there's some people he legitimately jacks up. Sure. But like at some points he just goes behind a wall, one person runs out and he's like, <laughs> and he knees them once and then they're down forever. And it's like, all right, like I get that it works for the scene, but that would be my only gripe with that one. But no, it's a good choice though. Like, like you, I agree with you that cinematically it is so cool to watch. It is game of that. You hit the nail on the head. It is game of death summed up in like three or four minutes perfectly. And one continuous scene. Yeah, and one shot. Um, man, this is a tough one for me. This is a tough one for me. Uh, because y'all very well still will find out I'm a huge Kung Fu movie fan. If it's not, this scene is so good that you can simply just say what it is and everybody knows what you're talking about. You can just say the lobby scene and everybody knows you're yes. talking about the Matrix. But I feel that one of them topped it. And it's just my personal opinion here. Um, the hallway fight scene in Raid, or the Raid, the very ending when they both fight Mad Dog. That guy, I think it's Gareth yeah. Gareth Evans or Gareth Edwards. Edwards. Yeah, yeah, Gareth yeah, Edwards. Yeah, Gareth Edwards. Directed that. And it's just like, that movie does the best multiple person verse one. Like, the two verse one at the end is just like, it's insane. Like, the, it, the, the brutality of it. Like, I'll, I'll just focus on the hallway fight scene. But like, the, the brutality of it with these guys throwing knives. The one dude gets his head kicked in the wall like one, two, three times on the way down. They're stabbing people in artery. Like, it is so graphic. And uh, Iwo, what's his name? Iwo something. Uh, the star of it is just, the way he gets exhausted throughout the fight. Yeah. It's, it's like a callback to Old Boy. Old Boy does it in one shot, which I appreciate. And the fact that, like, the exhaustion kicks in, like, that was led in very much so to, like, the Daredevil fight scene yes yes but yeah 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 yeah. the hallway that, fight scene in the raid isn't one take but it's there's a lot of movement per take like this dude's doing like a hundred and some odd moves per and then camera cut and it's flawless like you see the exhaustion in everybody like and everyone like is just jacked up by the end of it that to me is like just sheer fight scenes we're talking about a fight scene yeah watch that just google the raid hallway fight scene, and you will not be disappointed, but it is not for the squeamish. So, yeah. But that... I, 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 I've I seen that that scene before, and, and it ties into the Daredevil uh, Netflix show. Like, it, it's very similar in terms of, like... I think it, they did it first, but... It's, it is very... It's more old boy, like... Daredevil did it... Did that kind of scene... In one take, which it, it wasn't if you look for movie magic. Right. But yeah, uh, Old Boy's really high up there. Again, the fight between Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris. It's n- it's great. Can we talk about the scene? We talked about it last episode. Let's so just yeah. talk about this. Let's talk about it a thousand times. If you look at Chuck Norris and his chest hair. Magnificent. There is no way that that man... Came into that scene and didn't say, "You got to curl on chest hair." Oh, that shit was premeditated. Undoubtedly, <laughs> that guy came in with some primo, <laughs> like fair faucet chest yeah, hair. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Like completely blown out. That man, like you didn't think, like 
there, we don't have chest hair curlers. I had no. to invent that shit. Yep. He's like, I pressed and perm this shit for eight hours before it started on set. <laughs> you think I'm just going to let you brother. manhandle me, Bruce? No, sir. Not today. Oh, man. That might be one of the... Yeah, that's one of my favorites. But that I, might I be a good one. It's just a pure visceral... like. Fight Wait a minute. Can we just meet in the middle and just say that Return of the Dragon, Bruce Lee versus Chuck Norris might be the greatest fight scene ever? It's up there. I mean, it's up there. It's up there. tell me I'm wrong. I, I can't tell you're wrong, but it's up there. It's one of the most important, I would say. I mean, Bruce Lee did so much. Cutting out all the bullshit. Yeah. Cutting out. Forget everything we just said. That might be the perfect meeting of versus versus. It's you. It does the best job in my opinion, of, like, this is the final boss. Yes. Type of stuff. Yes. Like, you know that, like, one of these one of these guys is not leaving this Coliseum. And it's it's ultimately, like, yeah. The, un, what is it, the unstoppable force meets the immovable object yep. like, to a T. Yeah. So, it's, it's, Bruce Lee rips out his chest hair. Like, and blows in, it back on camera. And blows it out. That might be the best. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> we're 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 gonna we're we're just gonna agree on this. Agree on this that makes yeah. the best. That was on the last week's, but yeah, I'm with you. Okay, so moving on to the next is uh, hell yeah, I suck toes at myspace.com, and it is what was your first movie crush? Ooh, movie crush. I know Michael. Michael's I got mine. Get R rated with this one. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. Uh, go ahead then. Go ahead. So it's a twofold. Okay. First one was Jennifer Connelly in Labyrinth. Okay. I was maybe eight, nine, ten years old, whatever, I, like about that age. I'd say closer to eight, but I don't know. I don't know when that movie came out. It was it was the first reaction I ever had to She's pretty. Right. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, no, I like the, the first reaction I ever yeah, had as a little crush. kid of like, oh, she makes me feel kind of funny. Like when we used to climb the rope in gym class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. Okay. I, I can respect that. So that and Princess Leia in the Jabba the Hutt scene from Return of the Jedi. Okay. Just... Didn't understand why I felt that way about her, but just there was a certain attraction to that. I was too young to understand it at the time, but it just made me feel some kind of way. I love how like you did that whole thing and you kept it PC. Yeah, I know that. Let's <laughs> not go into it. No, I know that. Uh... That uh, Carrie Fisher was like had a big pushback of like, can y'all please stop calling it the slave outfit? Like, and I know Disney kind of jumped on board. I was like, let's not do yeah. that anymore. Which, good on them, good on them. But I mean, it is what it is. But it was just so funny. Like normally you say the slave outfit, it's like you already know what you're talking about. But no, I, I can see that. Um, my first crush. All right, live action was April O'Neil in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Wow. Yeah. Live action was that. Really? Yeah, I just she just seemed so cool. Like she, I don't know. She seemed like kind of the apple of everybody's eye. She was like kind of flirtatious and like 
I don't know. I just April O'Neil. I always thought was kind of, kind of had had a thing for it. It was a personality thing. I, I'm big on personality. Uh, when I would say just straight up, like what's going on here, like would either be Princess Jasmine or more. Well, actually, no. Before that, I would say Jessica Rabbit from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, yeah, shit. Jessica Rabbit had it going on. She has the Bob Bob boom. Okay. Through. So that ties into the second question that we have from uh, Awesome316 at don'tbelievethis.com, okay. which is, who is your favorite human slash not human crush? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't... I guess I could consider Jessica Rabbit a humanoid. 100%. Okay, but we're not talking a... cartoons, though, right? You mean, like, animal or whatever? Like, I would... What do you mean? Cartoon is not human, sure. Okay, yeah. Well, then that. Uh, other than that, I think this is going to be your answer too. Uh, the fox from uh, Robin Hood, the animated one. The, the lady. You talking about? You talking about Maid Marian? Maid Marian. That's the word I was looking oh. for. Yeah, Maid Marian, yeah. the fox. She can get it. Yeah, but also kind of also could Robin Hood a little. Robin Hood is a, a handsome guy. Just, so I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, like he had the fucking. Leotard or the 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 short shorts that kind of almost covered his dick, and I kind of wanted to yeah, like he was smooth as egg. Just man. just just bend over just a little bit and let's see how let's have, let's see how it turns out. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah, there's a whole uh, like networking community oh. of people apparently that are like there's an online community that want to bang both of those foxes. Okay, that's what I think somebody was talking about. It was not me. I did not do the research, but I take people. We're not into furries. Like I just yeah. want to be clear on this. Like, yeah. But also Hollywood from uh, from Cool World from Cool World. <laughs> uh, two point hundred percent. What are the non-human or what are humans called? Noids. Noids yeah, and noids. doodles. Noids and doodles. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that's a yeah. trivia yeah, yeah. question for y'all that we did not just do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, noids and noids and doodles. Noids and doodles do not have sex. My friend Trevor loved that movie. He's a big Brad Pitt guy. He he loved Cool World. I saw it a few times. I'm I mean, like, it's all right. I like Roger Rabbit better. Though. I think Roger Rabbit's an amazing movie. Bob Zemeckis is just, he's such a treasure. Back to the Future. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. Yeah. I mean, listen. Jessica Rabbit made me feel a certain way that yeah. I was not ready to accept. I thought Princess Jasmine was hot, too. I know I'm like, I know I'm going to get shit on because it's like, well, those proportions are so... I'm talking about I was a kid. Like, I, I don't know. Yes, times have changed. I understand it's unrealistic. But, but also, time, she's pretty fucking hot. She's pretty hot. Let's just accept let's that just fact. Accept and she was drawn to be sexy, so just... The whole lounge singer vibe. Like, I just like the feel of that. I can show you the world. Yeah. Jessica Rabbit, yeah. I liked her whole lounge singer vibe. Jasmine was just cool. I like brunettes. Whatever. I get it. Anyways, yes. Also, Air Bud. He's kind of sexy. Air Bud. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Oh, this is a different question. This is not from the user bag, but I have a philosophy that whoever your favorite Ninja Turtle is, it's like a personality test. Oh? Yeah. And we were talking about April O'Neil earlier. So I know the answer to Michael's because I've known him my whole life. And we were huge. We were the target audience for Ninja Turtles, especially myself. Like, yeah, dude, like that's why when the Matrix came out, like I was I was in the karate kid, I was into the teenage mutant ninja turtles, like all the cool ninja shit, like that was my childhood growing Which, up. Which, by the way, thank you for not spoiling the Matrix for me. Yeah, exactly. Again. 
Um, I'll be thanked every episode every week. Uh, no, I yeah, but I, I have a philosophy that whoever you say your favorite Ninja Turtle is is a personality. That's like a personality test. Go ahead. Mine Let's is, dive deep. Mine is Raphael, and most people I really fuck with on a real serious level, they know that that's the correct answer. I always ask people. <laughs> I always ask people. You're wrong. No, I always tell people, I go, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? I said, there is no wrong answer, but there is a correct answer. And the correct answer is Raphael. He's a rude, crude dude, bro. I know, yeah, Michael's, you can pick up on him. You can guess, Michael. Uh, it's all, all about skateboarding, pizza parties, nunchucks, and just being a cool dude. Michelangelo. And by the way, we I got... Combat new... cold cuts! I wish more people would get a pizza, and I've done this once and the joke fell completely flat. I opened it up and went, please, please, a moment to reflect. reflect. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, dude. Act like you didn't see that movie when you were a kid. If you're any close, anywhere close to my age. Yeah, I could do a whole thing on the Ninja Turtles. I'm so glad that there's an iteration for every generation. They're not like my Ninja Turtles, but I'm still so glad that they're around. All right. This next one is from... <laughs> we're just going to move on. We're just moving on, yeah. <laughs> I forget which... Just funny. No transition. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Master 427 at com. At publish.com. Oh. oh, man. This is, this is a bad question. Um, which celebrity would you like to fight? I don't know, man. Christopher Reeves. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I wait, 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 wait. This absolutely depends on... At, at what point are we talking about we Christopher know. Reeves? I just don't want to get beat up. <laughs> Everyone's like, these, these Nancy boy actors, and I'll get folded up. <laughs> I know who I wouldn't want to fight is somebody like John Barenthal, because run up on that dude, make sure your people are there, because you might get embarrassed. For real. Michael Jai White is legit with the shit. Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy. I would not want to fight him. Yeah, he just no, seems like, no. obviously, the Jason State Michael of the world. Michael Lee Jordan. Yeah, run up on Michael nah, Jordan. Nah, nah, nah. Bah, bah, bah. Test a two-piece and a biscuit real quick. Who would I want to fight? Oh, oh, oh. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley? Ben Kingsley. Why do you want to fight me? Because I want to fight Gandhi. Oh, yeah. Because fuck him. I don't know. Jared Leto, because right, that dude Cause... something. <laughs> I will rant for four hours about... Look, I know he's a good actor. I know he's talented. I'm not... But you could take him in a fight. Some people... <laughs> some people just rub you the wrong way. That guy just rubs me the wrong way. And I'm just like, every time I see him, I'm like, ugh. Ugh. But then I end up watching whatever the fuck he's in, so whatever. Again, I'm he's a, probably a really nice dude. I don't know, but every time I see him, it just oozes douchery. So I just like to take a shot at him. Well, if we're going down that road, then I'm going to say Michael J. Fox is who I would like to fight. Current Michael J. Fox? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the same reason I want to fight yeah, Chris Yeah, 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 exactly. I want to fold yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, Just because, oh, fuck them. Like, <coughs> yeah. No, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of people I wouldn't want to smoke with, but. Uh, so this is going to come from uh, jfk.junior at qanon.gov. <laughs> Why is Tucker so gay? <coughs> we love Tucker. We love Tucker. Look, everyone's on the gay spectrum a little bit. Oh, man. Is that our end of our mailbag? 
Uh, let's see. Hold on. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is coming from uh, Harvey Weinstein at Miramax.com slash I did nothing wrong. <laughs> what is your favorite sex scene in a movie? Oh, oh, I know my answer. Uh, I know mine. Oh, uh, MacGruber. Oh, definitely, definitely no, not the same as mine. My favorite, it's, it's not passionate by any means, but the <laughs> like the noises and stuff, <laughs> it got me. And then they do it again. Oh God, it just gets me. It, it was immediately my favorite sex scene of all time. Uh, the one in Walk Hard is pretty funny too. I don't know. I don't want to walk hard. Yeah. Walk Hard is pretty funny too. But I just, I want to know when they find when they finally gets out of rehab and they like she hits him with the shoe and that's funny. <laughs> because was, it's so violent and it's, yeah, and it's, it's so over the top. Yeah. But no, MacGruber it, it gets me every time. The like I'm gonna shoot. It's so funny. <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right, here's a, here's the honest confession. When I was a kid, I understood that like okay, like the guy likes the girl, whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. and like there a lot of movies are the guy gets the girl or the girl gets the guy or whatever. I always thought as a kid. That like it was so heavily implied at this point that then kissing and making out and all that stuff was just such a waste of time, and I would roll my eyes at it every time. <laughs> Not because I was like, "Ew, adults kissing." It was just like, "All right, get on with it." Right, right. Are we gonna are we gonna see people fucking or not? Yeah, and even then, yeah. like I just I don't know. So I'm trying to think of like a heavy. I don't I don't really watch a lot of romance movies. Nothing really comes to mind. I'm sure I'm missing something. Like really low-hanging fruit that I, I would think about as soon as I stop hitting record. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I always was just kind of like unless it's really tastefully done, it's like a martial arts scene. Unless you can tell a story during it, mm-hmm. it's so heavily implied usually by that point, and I don't really care about it enough to be like, oh, finally, like, let's see your love expressed on, like, sure. unless it's really, like, imperative as the hows and the whys, I personally just feel so much of it is superfluous. That's just my take. So, I know I'm weird. So the scene in, for example, like Titanic, where they never find seen out Titanic. Of... Full confession. Okay. Never seen Titanic. I, I... Thanks for crushing that. Yeah. That, no, I, that I, I know another one. <laughs> I watched. My friend Seth had it on tape, and we fast forwarded through. Like I got to see Kate Winslet's boobs when I was like young, and then. But I, I don't know that movie never. Which also. Good job. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> I saw the scene where the boat goes down. That was really cool to watch, but it just never appealed to me. Maybe it was the hype machine and like every girl my age was just like, Titanic, Titanic. Sure. It became like Hanson to me. It was just like, I don't care to see this. Like, right, 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 right. You know, and like, it, no disrespect, Hanson, you do your thing. I'm glad y'all made it. But, but like, it was, it was it blase. Was, it yeah. Was, it, 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 it was so oversold. That yeah. Way. I just, I was never, so I never committed to watch it. And then it just so much time passed that I'm just like, yeah, I, I just don't care to watch it. Like they tell you what's gonna happen in the first before the, they change the first reel. So I don't know. But anyways, that's just my take on it. Like I I can't think. I'm sure there's a lot of really tastefully, really well done, really like. But I can't think of one off the top of my head right now. But so MacGruber's my my filling answer for now. So my favorite sex scene, and this is gonna come come across as completely rude, but Jennifer Connelly. Ass to uh, ass. Yeah, I got it, problems with that movie. Okay, it's not my favorite because I'm totally into it, or like it's 
it's it's not like masturbatory fantasy. Right, right. It's a dark scene. <laughs> but I remember that scene as a sex scene more than anything else that has ever happened in any other movie. Maybe Conan the Barbarian where he was fucking a bunch of chicks and they were just all about it, but like, whatever. But that scene, in terms of sex, has stuck with me forever. Just the ass-to-ass. Yeah. The, 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 the total breakdown of... It's, it's my favorite only because it shows the depravity and the... Yeah. Of, the, of, the, of the, where these characters started and where they are now. Like, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I, I only take umbrage with that in the sense that... And it's not because of that scene. I just have a big issue with uh, Requiem for a Dream. It just turns into a smut movie. Like, <laughs> everyone's like, I love that movie. I'm like, no, you like the soundtrack. and the Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, but if you watch the last, whatever the last clip is, to me it just... The last 30 minutes of that movie is a horror show. It's Yeah, and to me it just was like... It was just over. It's sometimes, and again, I'm being critical of people. I cannot do movies better than any one of these people. I can just sit around and run my fucking flip chops about what I think about it. But like, <laughs> it almost got to the point where my same problem I take with Quentin Tarantino movies, some of it, where it just gets to be overly excessive. Of like, now we're just being violent and gratuitous just to do it. Sure. And it doesn't. Sure. And like to me, Reckon for a Dream just devolved into a smut movie, and it's literally like something I, I could see myself watching at some. Like X-rated theater back in the day of just like well, we're going to show all these like some brain control simulation that somebody's trying to run or you know what I mean like where they got your eyes peeled open like Clockwork Orange and it just devolves so quickly. It is memorable though in the fact that like it does show where the characters were and where they are now. But I guess the only other scene that like I can kind of think of that really and I don't say this to be funny but it's like Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a hell of a scene, but like you, I can't quit you. You can't say that that scene again. The way they show it, you may you may disagree with. It's a pretty important scene. It's pretty pivotal. Like, oh, we crossed that threshold officially. So uh, yeah, in a big way. Yeah, again, yeah. you might the way it's shot is like, whoa, that one came out of nowhere. But but yeah, I don't I don't have an issue with that. But like I don't know, just to me the whole the score going is just like, all right, I get it. Like. Listen, I'm not gonna say that I didn't that I didn't come hard to both of those scenes. <laughs> it oh, just man. made me feel awkward. Yeah, I felt yeah. bad about it afterwards. Yeah, I get it. Which is why I feel that I'm still human. I get it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So, last question is, and this comes from. Uh, Pugpuppy97 at geekmail.com. Geekmail. Geekmail. Still around kicking. Come, come, come. At net zero. <laughs> <laughs> Look up net zero. Yeah. Uh, and they have to ask, oh, if you could have one comic book, what would it be? One comic book for the rest of your life. One comic book. I'm going to exclude, I mean, for money's sake, I would want first appearance of Spider-Man or first appearance of Superman or first appearance of Batman for a money standpoint. But as a fan standpoint, um, 
maybe I think it has a dope cover. Uh, I think it's just an important book. Maybe uh, Uncanny X Men Giant Size Number One. Oh, where they bring or Giant in Size Wolf- X Men Number One. Like when where they bring in when Wolverine Clis- and Colossus. Yeah, and where Storm. Claremont revamped it from the the first class X Men and, and brought it into the modern times. I think that's a really important book. Again, it's one of those things where I would read it and then just leave it, just to say I read it. But like from a money standpoint, like financial security, like yeah, give me the first three of Superman. No, no, just this is just uh, uh, one comic book. Yeah, if you could have just in your possession. Oh, um, yeah, that okay. For reading, if it's one that's like this is the only comic. No, you have it, so you can read it as many. yeah, I guess, but I'm saying... To As take, I interpret. Yeah, I guess to take it in a different route, if we're talking about, like, one that will consistently entertain me, like, if mm-hmm. I can only read one, and it's... I would have to say probably Mouse Ooh. or Watchmen. Okay. The Dark Knight Returns. And, I don't know, maybe something like... I don't know, Marvel doesn't have one of those... Not uh, They have a lot of good books, but... Those those are like the ones that kind of surpass the medium in that sense of like, yeah, maybe Watchmen. There's a lot to Watchmen. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. That's one of those. Every time I read it, I get something new out of it. Yeah. Regardless of of how many times I've read it, there's there's always there's something so much, that draws yeah. me into it where I never noticed it before. There's there's a a line or a panel or some piece of art where I'm like. Oh my God! I have a new appreciation of this. Uh, yeah, it's so much subtlety, and it's just—it's a, again, like I said, it's one of those that surpasses the medium. It's like you don't have to be a fan of comic books to read Watchmen, but so I guess if it's just a strictly like, oh, you have one comic book to read and entertain you, mm-hmm. probably one of those. If it's just like, hey, you get to have this book for the rest of your life, um, yeah, probably Giant Size X Men. What about you? Hmm. I would probably say, just in terms of pure enjoyment, in terms of if I'm going to read a comic book right. and I, I get nothing but excitement out of it, it might be the... Mm, fuck that. Let's I'm keep like, it I, to a book, not a run. You know what I mean? Like, not a run. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's keep it to a... 12 issues of, like, bam. You know what I mean? Because I'm between two. And one of them is... Graphic novels. Sure, 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 sure. Watchmen, in and of itself, is one of those that, every time I read it, I get something new out of it. I so good appreciation of it. But also, Kingdom Come. That's a good one. I, I I I know that you have feelings about that one, and it's it's not necessarily one that you are... No, I like Kingdom Come. I like Kingdom Come. But just the way the way that they take the DC universe and turn it into a what if scenario in terms of like it's holy if, original. If, if this what if this is what really happened, if we took all of these heroes at face value and turned them into this is what's happening in our real lives. It's an interesting take. Yeah, no, it's... I don't really have that much issue with Kingdom Come. Um, it's wholly original, and like you said, it, it's a really a quote-unquote realistic take on, like, if this were... This is a likely a way that it could unfold. 
and then you it's get the, 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 the uh, art is brilliant. You can just read the, the art, read the art. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Alex Ross. Alex Ross. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just doing the art. I mean, anytime you get Superman and Batman in their old, in their old forms, like at their, you know, their, their, their senior citizens and at the end of their run and having them meet and and yeah it's just it's it's spectacular anyway anyways kingdom come yeah kingdom come yeah uh so yeah that's mine uh anything else we want to talk about anything else we want to talk about uh favorite nude scenes and favorite nude scenes i think we did that right we talked about that one yeah that's it all right yeah that's it is that a wrap on this episode or? Uh, yeah, we hit an hour. Fuck it. All right, cool. Um, cool. Let's pause for now and then we can come back to it. So signing out for now. This is going to be marvelous, Mike D, and we appreciate all of your emails to our non-existent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to our non-existent website. When we actually post, when we actually start to post this, I'll I'll open up a. A select email account and you can email whatever just spam it i don't care ask us real questions but we'll, we'll let you know in the future um so hit us up at www.noneofthismatters.html.gofuckyourself also none of this matters also none of this matters <laughs> i feel like there's some low-hanging fruit questions that we missed but we'll get to them later we'll get to them later so when we actually set this up hit us up Hit us with your questions. We'll answer them. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We're signing out, man. Y'all have a good one. Get the fuck out.